At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. One quarterback taken in the first round. Reactions from the guys from the draft so far. James Jackson is back this week with another exciting edition of I'm On Your Head. He's focusing his attention on, well, the gold rushers out west. Them 49ers, we'll see what he has to say about that. Rhett Butler, he's joining us, a pretty left hook. He's going to talk about the Shakur Stevens versus Oscar Valdez fight. Big fight. I know TJ loves Shakur. Uh... That's going to be an exciting conversation. And, man, the Patriots take Cole Strange. Is it strange that Sean McVay and Les Speed may have been throwing a little shade at Bill Belichick? We're going to discuss that. I know y'all excited. You know what it is. Hour one coming at you right now. Up on game. Let's go! You want NFL experience? 
then this is the show for you. This is Up On Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Welcome into Up On Game. Happy Saturday to everybody. Make sure you check us out. You know, Javar, myself, Hoosh Nazada at Hoosh 84, Flexico Birds at Flexico Birds, and at Fox Sports Radio. You can also listen live from FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM 83. Whole lot of things to get to, man. Fellas, how are y'all doing? How's everything working? TJ, I got to tell you before y'all jump in, Florida versus LSU, it's on the two. I get pumped up every t- every time I see my, net- my my nieces on 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 the tube doing their thing. So so I just wanted to make sure I put a shout out to Carrington and and also the the baby uh, on on Kennedy on on being on ESPN right now. So how how are y'all feeling? I mean, that's got to be pretty exciting. Man, I'm good, man. Uh, can't complain. Nice day. Uh, got a long day, actually, man. Do some training as soon as we're done. Got a birthday okay. party to go to. Okay. Uh, got quite a bit on the table today, man. How are you out there in Viva Las Vegas? Yeah, man. I'm going to go see this Shakur fight, man. I'm going to go see this Are you, you going to check it out? Yeah, I'm going to go see it. We're going to go see it. Okay. Yeah, going to go see it. Hell of a What's fight. You? What what you got going on, Stretch? Oh man, I'm just relaxing down here in sunny South Florida, man. Soaking up some of these rays down here, man. Oh, he finally, okay. hey, he finally can say clear <laughs> skies and yeah. palm trees. <laughs> hey, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the water right now. This ain't hey. Jersey. This sunny <laughs> South Florida. Hey, TJ Plex been waiting to say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> TJ TJ been killing me every weekend talking about. Uh, 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 cl- no clouds in the sky and beautiful hey, weather. Plex, I got you, some beautiful you, weather today. Hey, when you text you was on vacation, you see I didn't say I was in clear skies and palm trees because I figured you was in the same spot I was at. Uh, you were such a hater, man. That's wonderful. <laughs> Fellas, the draft is underway. That Things are, are moving. Things are shaking. Um, one, one quarterback taken in the first round. Uh, I I will say that my bold prediction did come to to light. I I did mention the fact I I am a back patter, so it is what it is. Uh, One quarterback, and he was not taken in the top 15, first 15 picks. That was my bold prediction. A lot of people said even though the the idea of it was – these these quarterbacks aren't moving the needle as as much as years pass – that they still might go, a couple might go, and a couple might go earlier because you, you just didn't want to lose them or or take the take the risk that they may be there, may not be there when your pick comes. Um, what were you guys thinking? I mean, what, was that a shock to you? What what was your takeaway from from the draft so far? I mean, to be honest with you, anytime you see one quarterback go in the first round, that's a shock because lately. These quarterbacks have been put on a pedestal. They they win on their own and they lose because of their teammates. They've been pretty much put on a pedestal. So that that's shocking to see in the National Football League in the draft that 
they weren't elevated to what they've been. I mean, last year alone, we saw four guys going to top 10. Last year alone, into just one in the first round, I was shocked. Should be motivation for these players. I was texting, as you know, with Matt Corral, uh, LeVar, we're real close with him. Yeah. Um, I was just texting him because I and, – and I had to remind him, like, bro, 32 guys going to first round. Everybody wants to be a first rounder. Um, and it's funny. I brought you up. I said, LeVar was the second pick, went to a team that didn't get the best out of him, didn't have the career he should have had. Maybe this would be the reverse for you. Let this motivate you and drive you. It was shocking, but uh, – Kenny Pickett being the first one, I, I literally thought it would be Malik Willis or Matt Corral. But to say the least, I thought the draft was fantastic, man. The NFL is doing a hell of a job just captivating people to go watch it. I, I thought it was great. I watched uh, every minute of it. Every minute of it. When they went to commercial break, I went to the NBA playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this draft just wasn't a, a deep quarterback draft. But Laval, you were right. You did say that there would not be a quarterback taking the top fifteen picks. Thank so you, you were right. But I, did, but I did say last week to TJ, I was like, listen, a quarter because TJ said a quarterback wouldn't go in the first round, and I said that Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett would be drafted in the first round, so that did happen. But I did say that I thought that Carolina Panthers was going to jump out the window and take Kenny Pickett with the sixth pick, but that didn't happen. Carolina even – they ended up trading up to get Matt Carell. But this, I think somebody's going to jump off the page. In this year's draft, nobody really jumped off the page where there was a definitive number one, number one quarterback in this draft. So I'm just saying to myself, you know, a guy like Desmond Ritter or Matt Corral are going into situations where if they give the organization more than what they think they are going to do, then it's a win-win situation for them. So Atlanta gets a backup quarterback with Desmond Ritter to Marcus Mariota, which I thought was a good pick. And you just don't really – you really just don't know going into the season what these guys are going to give you. Well, you, you look at um, uh, Malik Willis going to Tennessee. I think that's a phenomenal pick for them because the more mobility that you add at the quarterback position for this offense because you have Derrick Henry is going to add a whole different dynamic to this offense, especially when you lose A.J. Brown. So uh, I think that was one of the best picks of this draft with Tennessee taking Malik Willis. Mm. All right, who you guys think won? I, I'm saying the New York Jets – the wow. New York Giants. No, no. I think the Giants was the draft. They finally got it right to a situation to where we as players and everybody that knows football, they drafted the guys that were best for them and the needs that they wanted. Because they, they were at the fifth pick, and I said, listen, just take you know, the guy from Oregon because the six and seven pick, you're still going to have an offensive line available to the guy from NC State and Alabama. And I thought it was a great strategy for them to take the defense in from Oregon instead of taking one of the offensive linemen because they would have missed out. I think both both offensive linemen would have been, been off the board 
by the time they got to the seventh pick. So I think the New York Giants, man, won that draft. They got the guys that they wanted. And now you have two cornerstone players, young players on defense that you can build around. I mean, when, when, when I look at it, it, it's not even close. Like, it, it's the Jets, and it's not close. The Jets by far had the best first two days of this draft than, than anybody else. You, you get Sauce Gardner, who many thought was the best corner. You get Garrett Wilson, who many thought was the best receiver. I didn't. You get Jermaine Johnson, who some thought would go top 12 to 15 at 26. And then I'm going to give a shout-out to our boy Iowa Sam. And then you get Brees Hall, the running back from Iowa State. Even though he's a Hawkeye, you know, it's still the same state. Um, he's nice. The Jets, to me, they got players that they need, but they they didn't reach for the players. You're you looking at division. You're going against now Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle in, in Miami. You got Diggs and Josh Allen and Gabe Davis in Buffalo. They get Sauce Gardner. They get a pass rusher. They get who many thought was the best receiver in Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall in the second round. I really like what the Jets accomplished. Now, the Giants, really good. The Jets have quantity, but that quantity, I believe, is also quality. And, and so I, I don't think it's close. I think it's the New York Jets. I, man, I, I got to say this, and it, it pains me to do it, and we could have the conversation about it. But I think getting A.J. Brown in that trade, taking the defense alignment that they did, with that first that first pick, Jordan Davis, being able to get Cameron Jurgens, who, by the way, maybe people may not be up on Cam Jurgens, but let me tell you something. He is a dog at that center position out in Nebraska. And then you you double down on getting the Kobe Dean. Now everybody talks about that's all crazy. The other guys that he went dropped. earlier. That is he was crazy. the leader of that defense. He man. was a heart and soul, and he is what to me a Philadelphia linebacker looks like. Like yeah. I, I just, I yeah. just think that that's hey, amazing. Lamar, I have a feeling in three years everybody's going to look back and say, "What did we miss in the Kobe Dean?" I really have that feeling that they're going to sit back and say, "Oh, what did we? Oh, he's a little small. Oh, he's a little banged up." Man, I, look he, here, he's going to be that guy. Added A.J. Brown, adding Cam Jurgens as the anchor of your, your offensive line, day one. He comes in day one. He's anchor of your offensive line. And then you got Fletcher Cox and those guys still there to to to, to mold Jordan Davis. Mold Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox in the center of a defensive line, are they, are they easily far and away? Now, people are debating this, but are they in pole position as the NFC East favorite now? They're going to challenge the Cowboys. I, I wouldn't. And, and I also will give credit to the Baltimore Ravens. I like the fact that they drafted Kyle Hamilton and Linda Baum, the, the center. I, I'll give them credit. I, I liked what they did as well. They're, but again, we talk about this first round. Oh, I like this. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you know, the Ravens, they got Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linda Baum. Ooh. Ooh. But Linda Baum, he's a man too, boy. We know. Half of these guys going to be bust. Well, that's we, fair. We, and, and so tough. We, we, we can look at it now and say, man, I like this. I like this. I like this. 
until them pads get to cracking in the fall, <laughs> we 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 really don't know. We really don't know. <laughs> but just looking like at it on paper, which what, Levar, the Eagles, they got the Eagles, better. They got way they, better. They, they got if if Jordan Davis can play hard every snap. Does that mean you play less snaps or you get in better shape? I don't know what it is. I but say two can, downs, run downs, and get him up out of there. Take him out but, on pass downs. But he's a he's so athletic. Why would you do that? Because he gets tired. You got to get in better shape. That ain't no excuse. You got to get so big. Hey. Tired. That's a mindset, bro. All I know, I'm and I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on this. But early on, maybe you get the first, the most you can get out of him on first and second down. I don't know. He's gonna be with Fletch, so he's gonna get that 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 adult man talk. He's gonna get that grown man talk. Hopefully, he listens. You know, we don't know, but. I'll tell you what, that's a grown man right there. Man, we see, All right, we see listen. some Penn State Nittany Lions out there. Yeah, you saw dope. your boy Jahan. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. We, I, I didn't like where he went, but that's that's besides the <laughs> point. Uh, hopefully he, can, he went to uh, your favorite team. Back. He went to your favorite team. Uh, hopefully he can. Mama, no! I know it. I know it. We got a whole lot to get to on the other side of the break. <laughs> We're going to get to my man James Jackson of Straight Facts Podcast. He's getting on somebody's head this week. I'm hearing the 49ers name pop up i'd be interested to hear what he's got to say uh and we'll get to some other things as well as we move forward we got uh rep butler coming on as well he'll be talking about the shakur stevenson oscar valdez fight so we got a lot to get to you guys make sure you stay tapped in dialed in and get a whole lot of game get put up on a whole lot of game all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, welcome back into the show. You're listening to Up On Game, brought to you by our friends, our people. I'm here currently getting wined and dined, brought to you by Las Vegas. The greatest arena on earth, every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. All right, whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, my man, JJ, James Jackson, if you're nasty, he's going to get on somebody's head today. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Now, it's over like this. I'm on your head with James Jackson. All right, come on. What you got? Where your feet at today? I know, yeah, you, you, you tease it a little bit. Look, every, every season, every offseason, there are a handful of teams that find themselves in contract negotiations with their stars, right? It's normal. It happens. But this team in particular is about to lose a star that did pretty much everything for their offense, y'all. And you're right, LeVar. It's the San Francisco 49ers, man. I'm on your head. Because y'all know Debo Samuel's Instagram handle is 19 problems, right? Well, the biggest one he's got is his contract with the 49ers. Debo's entering the final year of his rookie deal with San Fran, and of course he wants that contract extension. But apparently Debo and the Niners remain about $6 million apart in their contract talks, in their negotiation talks. I mean, they got all that gold out there in San Francisco, and they're not trying to share none of it, not even with Debo. And from his point of view, he deserves every penny he's asking for. He was the lifeline of the 49ers offense last season. Over 1,700 all-purpose yards, 14 total TDs. Only the third player in NFL history with 1,000 receiving yards, five rushing touchdowns, and five receiving TDs in a season. I mean, simply put, you take Debo off the Niners' offense last season, and it gets flexed. What? Shaky, baby. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> originally, when the star wide receiver expressed his discontent, John Lynch, the GM, said he didn't imagine a world in which Debo didn't return to the Niners. I mean, come on, man. They're acting like they got mind control over Debo. Like, look, San Fran, you got one of the league's most valuable assets on your side, and you're about to lose him. Like, they play Levi Stadium over there in San Francisco, right? Well, they got to scrounge up all the loose chains they got in them jeans because it's time to take Debo. 
I'm on your head. Huh. Interesting. All right. You know, you, they got that power. You know, they'll be quiet when Debo around. They don't be talking again <laughs> if he ain't there. Uh, I, I'm interested. Well, how y'all think this is all going to play out with Debo? Man, this is a tough situation because it's obvious he's their best offensive player. The, the, the Niners may say Kittle, but it, it is Debo. But he's one more year under contract, mm. and then they can franchise him. So technically, he's two years under contract. And, and if he wants to be tough and sit out, then you're trying to get money and you lose money. And so now we hustling backwards. So where is the compromise? We all knew this is a contract thing. This ain't no, I don't like being in California. This ain't no, I don't like how they're using me. They use you perfect because you was a first team all pro for the first time in your career. So they, they used you the perfect way. The problem is how do they come to an agreement to where both feel like, because in the negotiation, both parties should feel like, oh, okay, I'm satisfied, but ah, I, I'm, I probably gave up a bit too much. That's what a negotiation is. Neither party's happy, but you're satisfied. I don't know how this ends because if they offer you this and you want that, and that is just way more than this, where is the compromise? As players, I'm always pro player, man, when it comes to these contracts because one play you can be out for the year, a career may be over. And so I'm pro player when it comes to this, man. These coaches will coach much longer than we play. And a lot of times these coaches end up making more money than we make as players. Mm -hmm. And so they're quick to call you too. Hey, you sure you don't want to take that deal? Hell no, nah, you ain't taking less on your deal, but you want me to take less on mine. And, and so I hope it works out for him, but he's in a tough spot, man, where he's another year on a contract and then he can possibly be franchise tagged. Yeah, nobody wants to be patient anymore. <laughs> that's that, that's just the new and the generation that you know we're seeing with the NFL and in these uh, you know these the wide receiver market. And you you look at the production that Debo had last year. Nobody's denying that he's not a good football player. But but it, it was it was it was just one season. And now with the departure of uh, the offensive coordinator. Uh, what, uh, McDaniel, we don't know if they're all going to resume or keep running the same offense that that Debo was in last year that plays to his strengths and let, let and lets him be deal and be Debo. But hey, TJ, I got to disagree with you. I think um, Kittle is the best player on Ooh. that offense. I nah. really do. Ooh, I do. I think he's the best player on that offense. But with all the contracts that's going around, as far as the wide receivers are concerned, Debo wants to be compensated. And 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 uh, and I don't blame him. Just like you said, you know, he can go out and you know get hurt or whatever the case may be, and he 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 may never, you know, no see that deal. So they want. Hey, did you see right what now. AJ Brown said? Did you did you see what he said? What did he say? The Titans offered him sixteen million. He signed for four years, a hundred. The Titans offered him sixteen million a year. Listen, it, the guys are making twenty million dollars a year now. Plexico at the wide receiver position. They offer you sixteen million a year, and the Eagles give him twenty five. 
Like, man, the that, Titans, that, what y'all doing? That's the market. The elite wide receivers are making more than $20 million a year. $20 a year. And it started, uh, for what, two or th- three years ago with the Devontae uh, not, uh, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, it started with him. Man. That was kind of under the radar. That was an under-the-radar renegotiation, real under the radar. And people started to really delve into it and was like, wait, hold up. He's making $27 million a year. Yeah. <laughs> On the low. That's a, that's a few coins. What? <laughs> That's a few coins to rub together. All right. Now, here's what we're going to do. Let's get ILO. Let's get an update going. But I want to keep the conversation going because there, this is becoming a very, very large topic um, in terms of approach is the whole idea of what, you know, what this is all about with these receivers. But we're going to come back to it, all right, because we got to get – I got to talk about this fight. But I want to table that. Let's let's get Ilo right now. Let's table this. We'll get back to it. Ilo, I know you got you know a few things about big-time contracts. So, you know, in, in, the, in the spirit of let's keeping this whole lot of money going – can I get a can I get an update from you? You just gotta follow the money. You got it right on Lavar and following <laughs> the money. Round four of the NFL draft. More dreams coming true as we speak with the first pick in round four, number one oh six overall. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted University of Washington tight end Cade Otten. The Houston Texans selecting Florida running back Damian Pierce. The Cleveland Browns then took Oklahoma defensive tackle Perion Winfrey. The Seattle Seahawks drafted University of Cincinnati cornerback Kobe Bryant, spelled C-O-B-Y, by the way. Then the Baltimore Ravens took University of Minnesota offensive tackle Daniel Faalele, followed by the New York Jets selecting Louisiana offensive tackle Max Mitchell. The New York Giants drafted San Diego State tight end Daniel Bellinger. And then the Washington Commanders have just selected Louisiana safety, Percy Butler. Next selection goes to the New York Giants. That again in round four as we speak of the NFL draft. NBA Philadelphia 76ers star Joel Embiid out indefinitely with a right orbital fracture and mild concussion suffered in Philly's first round clinching win on Thursday against Toronto. Sixers open the East Semis and Miami on Monday. And finally, shout out to Hall of Fame women's basketball coach, the legendary C. Vivian Stringer. She announced her retirement today after 50 seasons as a head coach at Cheney State, Iowa, and Rutgers, taking all three programs she coached to the Final Four. LeVar, back to you. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, man, as as promised, I, I do want to keep talking about this receivers thing because I find it to be yeah. very intriguing. But do we – is is Rhett – do we have Rhett? Right? Okay, well, we got – I mean – Come on, man. Like, when that music come on, when that music jump on right there, man, you got to know that there's a pretty left hook that's going to follow. We got our man, Rep Butler, from Pretty Left Hook Podcast on Up On Game Presents. And we got a big fight tonight, and the best person to talk about it is my man, Rep Butler. Welcome into the show, my guy. We got TJ Plecht here. Indeed. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. I mean, do we want to start with how 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 dope Tyson Fury is, or do we want to just go straight into Shakur? Do we want to bring up Errol Spence, or do we want to just go straight to Shakur? Because it, now it's Shakur's time to prove that he should be in the conversation. 
Well, where I want to start, LeVar, to be honest with you, is how boxing is back. Everybody talking about boxing is dead and MMA took over. Please put the shovel to the dirt. Put it on the body. Boxing is here. And everybody needs to understand, now is the time to appreciate what we have. Yes, boxing was in the doldrums. Now we're back into prime time, baby. It's like Deion Sanders is running the game, man. It's all showtime, my man. Mm. Me, I'm looking forward to this fight. Uh, this this going to be a really good fight with uh, Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez, especially Shakur Stevenson is a, a master boxer. You step to him, he's always going to take a half step back, forcing you to risk getting countered. But Oscar Valdez, Canelo had a hard time with movers early in his career. And now you watch Canelo now versus movers. He tracks them down. He tracks them down, and they, they, they spend this energy worried about Canelo. He doesn't have – he doesn't have that to his game yet, but you know training with the same people, he's being taught that. I, I just think Shakira is too young, too athletic, uh, too great of a boxer. boxer. I think it's going to be a great fight. I think he's just going to pick Oscar apart from the outside. And if Oscar isn't aggressive, he don't stand a chance at all. So he has to be aggressive and, and hope he can catch Shakira trying to step back, head up. But Shakira going to step back and then give him an angle. He's not just going to step back on the same line. He's going to step and give him an angle. I, I, I like Shakira Stevenson, 8-4, um, to 9-3. to three. Hey, this is not gonna Ooh. be easy. This, hey, this is not gonna be an easy fight, man. One of the things about Valdez, man, is that listen, he's a brawler. He's going to turn this th- thing into a fight because because he knows going into this fight tonight that like uh, Shakur Stevens is a technician, foot footwork, defense. He can't go in the ring and outbox him. He knows that he's going to have to turn this fight into a brawl. If he, if he wants to have a chance to win. Listen, both of these guys are undefeated, 30-0. And Oscar Valdez actually dropped his belt and moved up to the, to the featherweight so he could be the number one uh, contender to, to fight Shakur Stevenson. So, so, listen, he's not moving up for no reason. He's going into this fight to turn into a real brawl back boxing match. And, listen, Shakur, Shakur Stevenson is going to have to show us that he can take a punch tonight because it's going to be one of those kind of fights. No, Brett, I, I totally, what, totally what, agree. Yeah. Okay, so I was about to say, what are the implications of this fight? I know that we're heading towards uh, – Hopefully, a a collision, a train collision between Spence and and Crawford. But for for Shakur, what what is what are the implications of this fight? And if he shows that ability to do what what TJ's talking about, um, make it look pretty easy against a guy like Valdez. The implications are major for Shakur Stevenson. First of all, let's not forget this man is an Olympian and a, and a medalist. He had a silver medal in the Rio Olympics. But many have felt like Shakur hasn't lived up to his potential. But in boxing, that's a skewed theory, right? Because in boxing, potential means hype value and how many people know you. Shakur is with top rank, and so is Oscar Valdez, which is why this fight was easy to make. However, top rank notoriously does not know how to market certain athletes, namely black athletes or athletes of the culture. So Shakur has kind of allowed his mentors in Andre Ward and Jay Prince to kind of lead that charge, right? They've linked him with Drake. He's an OVO boxer, meaning sponsored by OVO, Drake's clothing company. So for Shakur, at 24 years old, he has everything in front of him. He just had a baby. I mean, this guy's on a whole new path. 
So, Oscar Valdez is a huge test. Um, to the point that was made earlier, yes, Oscar Valdez is with Canelo. However, that is also a controversial pairing. Oscar Valdez was busted for performance-enhancing drug. So was Canelo in the past. They both claim that in trips to Mexico, their homelands, eating certain taco meats and whatnot, have certain um, things. In yeah, them. So that's, that's why they are a controversial so thing in boxing because <laughs> that's their go-to excuse when it's Mexican <laughs> boxers. And the core said, <laughs> it's the taco meat scandals, man. So, yeah. you know, Oscar's already walking into this fight, you know, with that over his head. His last fight, they had to take it to an Indian reservation casino against Robson Kunsial because a regular agency wouldn't do it. They always say that, too. Like, Canelo, bro, you're the highest paid boxer. In the world, you mean to tell me you can't get a chef that can get you some clean meat? Like, you come on, bro. Oh, <laughs> you go home, He's eating to Right, I'm like, eating from the food trucks. The these excuses not good. are so convenient. And then, because Canelo is who he is, when you bring it up, they shun you. So, no, now, now the reporters don't want to bring it up because they want to be on Canelo's good side. Bruh, you make $50 million a fight minimum. Um, you got a chef that can get you some meat that's not tainted, bro. That that story is <laughs> right. fine with me. That's right. <laughs> and then, it's and not then, tainted <laughs> meat. It's it's just them cows are bred to make good, strong fighters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just keep Your that in food. mind. Good. Hey, but Canelo, <laughs> Canelo a dog though. Oh, he, don't, he don't need it. He Canelo don't need it. <laughs> He, hey, don't need it. he found out he needed it when he fought Floyd. I tell mm. you that. Should have eaten more. There wasn't enough taco meat for him to get that fight. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that. But, but interestingly enough, you know, to the to the point made earlier about Canelo now being more of a targeted fighter, that came literally after he fought Floyd. Floyd. Floyd was his biggest test and the biggest source of information for Canelo to be who he is today. And Floyd even said after the fight, he's going to be the top of the sport after fighting me because he's going to learn how to be as slick as me now from that process. And we've seen that along the way. But Oscar Valdez has the most to prove, even though he is 31, older, more fights, more knockouts than Shakur. But he has the stain over his head. And the main thing that got them was when they switched to a Indian Reservation casino for his last fight because the regulations are different. That's not typically American property. So they go through an Indian commission, and they look past the taco meat scandal, right? That hangs over Oscar's head. So Shakur's coming in clean, fresh, and young. Looking for looking to come up, and Oscar Valdez win would be major for him. That's two belts right now. He has the uh, WBO. I mean WBC super featherweight. Oscar has the WBO, and then whoever wins this also gets the ring title. Then there's only two other belts to get, and I think Shakur picks off those other two guys pretty easily that have the IBF and um and the and the, and the WBA. Hey, so, this gonna look like Diego the- Corrales and Floyd Mayweather. Yes, sir. Without, without without the knockout. I don't think it's going to be that bad, TJ. Come on. Without hey, the knockout. What, yeah. So what's the prediction before we let you go, Rhett? Rhett, uh, Rhett Butler, of course, a Pretty Left Hook podcast. You can catch his, his podcast on Up On Game Presents. Uh, what what What's your prediction, bro? Well, I got two. One prediction is tonight, I think Shakur Stevenson by split. I think this goes to full distance. Wow. And I think Oscar's going to show up ready, mm-hmm. and Shakur's mm-hmm. going to find a fighter he's never faced before. But let's yep. not forget, fellas, also in New York, is Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, undisputed women's Ooh, title on the line. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Hell of a 
the first time two women headlining the Madison Square Garden. This is major. This is Jake Paul. Is Amanda Serrano's promoter. Eddie Hearn is Katie Taylor's. This is a huge fight for women's boxing. Katie Taylor losing. Going with Serrano. Me as well. Serrano going to beat her. She a dog. All right. will. Yes, All right, will. we appreciate you, Rhett, man. We'll we'll bring you back on, uh, talk about it, uh, the the results of everything that takes place. But man, one of the best in the business, man. Just a dynamic, dope, all around dude, man. We appreciate you coming on, man. My brother. All right, all right, Rhett. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to continue this receivers talk on the other side of this break. Um, you're listening to Up on Game. It's T.J. Hushman's. That's Plexico Birds. I'm Lavar Arrington. Uh, Take a quick breath, man, because that was kind of fast right there. And, and just like uh, they was talking about, can guys play three downs? Well, can you get through an entire segment with the Up On Game crew? Take a quick break, man. We're going to come back and hit you again. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, welcome back into the show. This is Up On Game. It's TJ Hutchmanzada, Plexico Burris. It's Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it's not LeVar. It doesn't matter because we're talking about receivers here, not linebackers. I got to ask you guys. We, we've been having the conversation of, about elite, elite receivers. That we were having Debo Samuel conversation. What is he deserving of? What is he not? If he's if he's the best player, I got to be honest with you. We'll say whether you say Kittle or you say Samuel is the better of the two on the team. Kittle is still a receiver. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. a lot of these tight ends are now glorified as tight ends, but they're really receivers. Pitts, he's a receiver. Kittle, he's a receiver. You know, now I would say a guy like Waller, you know, is is more of a tight end. Guys uh, like Gronkowski, they're more like tight ends. You know why? Because they also can block. Tight ends are basically considered to be offensive linemen that can run routes and catch. But I'll, I'll, I'll give Kittle his credit. Kittle is in line often. He's in line and he'll he, get down he, there and he yeah, can block. he can block. He I mean, that. we seen we seen him get some really like nice yeah. blocks on guys. But he's a pass receiving tight end first. Like, let's be clear. Even his body type is he's a he's a receiver. They're they're little guys, you know. And and my guy, my thing is is when you're talking about the effectiveness and nature of a game that has totally shown you that it's going to the past with, with not one running back going in the first round. Uh, it, it's, it's clear that passing the ball is a premium. And while you'll say, yes, quarterbacks still maintain the number one spot in, of importance, but you got to look at the fact that they can't throw it to themselves. So you got to believe the next most important player on the field at this point, and it's becoming very clear, is the receiver. So I, I, I ask you guys this. As we're looking at these the ec- economics of everything and how it's evolving and how receivers are really starting to handle things the same way that quarterbacks do, should they be judged the same way? Because, listen, here's the thing. When Aaron Rodgers – does what he did, people, you know, come at Aaron a little differently than they do with other guys at the position, but they come at him and, and they bring up what they bring up. But now Aaron got his deal. You can see he's relaxed talking about getting guys later in the rounds, different things like that. How should receivers be looked at starting down this path of basically shrewd negotiating? Man, guys just want to get paid what their talent has earned and deserves. I mean, it's simple, man. Like, especially we specifically talking about Debo. They started lining him up at running back and it opened up an element of his game that not many knew. He can run in between the tackles. He can run outside the tackles. Basically, he was the offense down the stretch. But if I'm going to play this type of ball and 
and run inside the towel because I could possibly get injured a little more. So I need you guys to pay me and pay me now. I don't want to wait because now I'm a receiver, running back. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm doing everything for this team. And that offer, I, when this came out, Debo wants to be traded immediately. I thought they lowballed him. And so don't tell me you want me. Show me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just think it's the – I call it the Jamar Chase craze because a lot of these teams are trying to find them a, a Jamar Chase in this draft or Garrett Wilson or whoever these guys may be. And you look at these, these wide receiver salaries, what's going on right now, what do you think the Bengals are thinking about Jamar Chase's future contract? If he, if he keeps playing, them, playing the way he's been playing in his, in his first year. They in trouble. I mean – Listen, the, the, the wide receiver market is going to have to come down because it's just going to create a, create a whole lot of problems for these teams as far as the salary cap is concerned. If you got your receivers making you know, $25, $30 million a year, <laughs> what you going to pay your, 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 your left tackle and your quarterback? So it's going to change. Gonna what you going to pay? I'll tell you what you're going to pay. Attention to us. This is Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. Hour two coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 